welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. This week, we're ending a franchise as we've been doing the Oceans franchises. This week, we will be discussing Oceans 8. We've gone down in numbers, but have we in, improved in numbers of people of the highest group? That's a question for you. <laughs> but first, I'm your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside the man that picked this franchise, Ricky Marcelli. Man. They sure made choices on who was going to do cameos in this movie. <laughs> yep. And the, and the person that will be making the cameo on this podcast, he's just above average. It's one key Swetland. Hey, if you, uh, if any fake movie experts out there want to like uh, hit up my cameo, just a hundred bucks, I'll leave you a voicemail. How That's long it. of a voicemail? Like a minute? 100 seconds, a, a, a dollar, a dollar per second. Oh, okay. Is this like a reference to something? Is someone's cameo really shitty right now? What's happening? No, mine. It's doing He's really just... bad. I'm trying to plug it. I'm plugging. I'm oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, he likes to plug things. Whatever. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things in outlets. And... Can we talk a little bit about the dicks we were drawing earlier? On the whiteboard? No. no. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good uh, icebreaker for our group this morning. Of... Oh, that was a good icebreaker. <laughs> This is so in so in, that was in, our private time in COVID world. Like instead of gathering up around a real whiteboard and drawing dicks with what, like dry erase markers, like we do it digitally now. This is really some funny. We're on some future shit. Yep. Also, we're thirty. Well, one of us is thirty-five. Two of us are on our way towards thirty-five. I'm twenty-nine, baby. Yep. No, yep. you're not. I'm actually sixty-nine years old. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You are. <laughs> My back is, so that's cool. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just saying, like, like I think uh, Black Eyed Peas said it, like, we are 3,000 and great, like, the way we're drawing dicks now. Yeah. Got to get that. Got to get that. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> got him. All right. Ocean's 8. Came out like, in twenty. 20- like Will, Will I am should have made a cameo. I feel like he would have fit. He he could have. <laughs> they were pretty but, explicit about no dudes. Yeah. You can tell. Uh, two thousand June eighth of two thousand eighteen, uh, directed by one John uh, Gary Ross, who directed movies such as nineteen ninety eight's Pleasantville. Good movie. Two thousand three wow. Sea Biscuit. <laughs> I never watched that. Uh, 2012's Hunger Games, okay, the Man. first one and only one. Uh, he also helped write a big, like the Tom Hanks one. Yes, yeah. There's only one big. Um, this movie stars Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Colling, Sarah Paulson, Aquafina, Rihanna, Helen Bonham Carter, um. It's basically the main. There's other names, but that's just the main group of actresses. Um, as this is a all uh, female lead cast for a sequel to the Ocean's movies. Um, I've never seen this movie prior to watching. Um, I believe you both have seen this prior yeah. to. I saw this in theaters when it came out. I 
I did not see it in theaters. I rented this at Redbox. That's how I watched this one. Yeah, I watched it at home. I remember... I remember not having strong feelings <laughs> about it when I watched it. I was like, well, okay, that was a heist movie. It was, I remember it. The, the, the time went by. They got the necklaces. All right, cool. I remembered liking it, but that I came out of it with a bad taste. And then I remembered why watching it in the last third of the movie and being like annoying and pointless. But <laughs> also, um, fuck James Corden, always and ever. So <laughs> always and forever. <laughs> um, as this was my first time watching it, I went with a. Uh, blink you know like okay <laughs> i'll give it a shot you know and i will well, no, say Joe, I, you had you had certain biases going in oh what was <laughs> that supposed to mean what is that supposed to mean <laughs> it means so far joe whenever we've done all female casts you have not enjoyed them <laughs> that is true and well, i had I, to have this debate with the, with the producer <laughs> and and joe like literally pulled up a whiteboard there and like drew like a, a lady's restroom symbol and put an x through it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i was reaching there sorry guys yeah it's fine um, i was gonna make I a joke this. but i feel like it's not appropriate for right yeah. now because yeah. i don't fuck texas and everything about them and they're not funny uh well, i would say this i was i was intrigued by the movie however it to me it got pretty boring and then not not because of the actresses. For me, it was the <laughs> plot. I'm saying it now. It's the plot. There was no conflict. Yeah. And like, and that was fine up until like the original heist where they stole the Toussaint. I was all on board. But weirdly but then- enough, for someone who loves Anne Hathaway, once she joined in on the female group and her only reasoning was because she didn't have close female friends, I was like, all right, I'm out. But there, there was just a lot of things to this movie that bothered me to try to have this be a Oceans movie. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll discuss it once after we do the plot. So that's just yeah. a tease. But I uh, don't, you know... We're going to grind my gears here with this movie, huh? That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be the bad guy after this movie. All right. Well, <laughs> like you are in all female movies, apparently. No, I yeah, we started I, this podcast they don't off. entertain me. I, I kinda... we started this podcast off with Keith being the one who hates women. <laughs> and it's turned to Joe. God, I hate him so much. So all because, much. All because he doesn't like the fucking masterpiece that is Legally Blonde. Oh my god. All right, Rick, how about you get the plot going? Because I'm gonna I am raging right now. All right, boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading to the plot to Oceans 8. Except for girls. I said girls. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying they're, they're not invited. Yeah, they're not invited. <laughs> they it's are invited boys. because I'm not a misogynistic piece of shit. All right, lucky. It's been a certain amount of years since Ocean's 13. Danny Ocean is apparently dead at the age of 55, if I'm doing my math correctly. Uh, 63. That's when they said he was born in. Right, but I'm saying yeah. what his age was when he yeah. died yeah, yeah, in yeah. 2018 would have been 55. Mm-hmm. Um, 
his never named but now front and center sister Sandra Bullock has gotten out of jail a very nice homage to the original movie of her like swindling the parole board to get out of jail I thought that was a nice homage and now she's jumping right back into it as she spent her five years behind bars planning the ultimate jewelry heist she has worked it down to in five years it goes off without a flaw and frankly that's what happens they get their cast of characters together everyone just seems to gel perfectly right away uh, yeah they steal the Toussaint. everything works that's about the plot of the movie it's not super deep yeah they they just kind of do it don't they yeah <laughs> yeah it, it it's for me it was like more like um oceans 13 of the fact of like this is our plan we're gonna do it like this oh looks like we're struggling but re- in reality we're not this is yeah, we 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 got this on lock. But in, in this one, that kind of happened real time though, because they like the, the only hiccup was that magnet. And then they're they just like, oh, never mind, we're good, we got it. Yeah, they didn't have to change their plan at all. They just bought a magnet. <laughs> and yeah, like, so. there's like high level security dudes a part of it and they just get stopped because they won't go into a women's bathroom <laughs> that was pretty funny <laughs> so i think uh, before we get too into the details i because I'm, I'm just from like my like ten thousand foot up view of the movie it seemed like really low energy to me like that that kind of bugged me about all like all of the performances all of the scenes all of the like action it seemed like like 25% slower and more mellow than like every other oceans movie. And that, that is what, cause I, I remember also trying to put my finger on what bugged me about it on my first viewing. Cause in my first viewing, I had more fun than the second viewing. And then, but, and I think that's it is that everyone kind of talks low and slow. The movie's kind of dark a lot. And Sandra Bullock, like, while she's a fantastic actor, she's just like, doesn't quite do it for me in this one. Oh, really? I love Sandra yeah. Bullock in this one. Like her and um, the rusty Kate Blanchett's character. Kate Blanchett. I loved Lou. Lou's fucking badass. She was cool. Um, I also yeah. really liked uh, Helen Bowden Carter's character. I thought she did a really good job with her yeah. character. She's a great character. She's she's good in it. Whatever she does, I, I like any her. any Tim Burton movie that she's um, part of. Yeah. Um, we're so. <sighs> Okay, no, it's for me, the, the idea of the plot was meh because it takes place in New York this time, not Vegas. So we have there is the difference going forward. Um, one thing I don't like is I might be wrong here, but I feel like in the Oceans movies, like when we go to Oceans uh, 11, almost everybody, people might not know each other, but people do know Danny or they all know each other in one form or fashion, correct? In like, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The what's his name? Like raised him kind of the old guy. Yeah. There was like all of them know each other in some fashion. But for me in this movie, it was more of a, let's pick this person up because they're good at pickpocketing. Let's pick up this per, uh, Her- uh, Helen Mirren, you know, 
because she's an uh, her character is a Helen Mirren. What the fuck? I meant, are you talking about uh, Bonham? Helen, yeah. Helena Carter. Um, she's a fashion designer, but she is in debt. So let's just have her. Hey, do you want to rob a necklace and get thirteen million dollars? <laughs> I just, I just didn't like the idea of how they. I didn't mind how the Carter's together. pickup, just because I feel like to me they established well enough why she'd be into it. The Aquafina one was pretty weird. They're just like, yeah, she's really great with hands, and we have no real connection or trust to her, but yeah. it'll work. Don't worry. I, like we I did just... have the connection to Minda Kaling's character. And Sarah Paulson's character. But yeah, like, I agree that the Aquafina one was like they just grabbed a super good pickpocket off the street and called it good. Hey, yeah. do you want to do massive felonies? Yeah, like <laughs> like the Helena Carter, she's like, oh, she's in shambles. Hey, you want to get out of their shambles? How? A massive theft. <laughs> I mean, dude, if someone I'm gives in. you like the answer to your five million dollar debt where you're gonna go to jail anyways, problem, you're probably <laughs> gonna get on board with it. Although what the one thing I did, one of the cool things I did appreciate about this movie is that they did there was a lot of like petty crime, which I thought was pretty like I like the shoplifting scene. I thought that was pretty rad. Dude, Sandra Bullock's like intro to the movie where she just like fucking finesses her way into a nice night and hotel with a bunch of like brand new shit was so good yeah i like that was that that was cool like there was there there's not much of there's not much petty theft in the first ones they're really because they're all kind of established thieves already so they're kind of that's like below them i feel like they're all like kind of newer at thieving in this one so they're not above just like stealing lipstick <laughs> i i feel like i think that with the first one, like them not stealing stuff, it's just their way of going. Like we're, we don't need pettiness anymore. While <laughs> Sandra Bullock, you know, we hit we have almost the exact same beginning of the promotions eleven to this one, but this one she's by herself still. Yeah, and so she has she's a, to do that. Yeah, she has well, forty five dollars. We get the backstory that she's never pulled off like her own major heist. Mm-hmm. Like she's done a bunch of cons, but they've always been like low to mid level. So, like, this is her first big con. And by the way, the image of her just, like, cold-blooded psychopath staring at a wall for five years, cooking up a plan is pretty funny. (laughs) Well, and they're, like, like, they didn't quite play enough well with, like, her epic amount of hate for her ex-boyfriend who sold her up the river. Like, we got that one scene of her literally threatening him with a shiv and stealing a (laughs) button. But, like, I needed more, like, calm rage in those moments of like why she's fucking this dude over i think they should have got a dip they should have cast a different dude i think they were trying to they were specific they were trying to there was the theme of like we want to pick a like a female group because women don't get noticed we don't want to be noticed and i think that kind of went for the casting as well because like they chose for that for that guy they just chose they chose i like that actor because he plays a he's in the hobbit and he does a cool wolverine thing i like but, um, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, Richard Ar- Armitage. Armitage. Yeah, he's Armitage, uh, yeah. he literally just looks like semi handsome douchebag. Yeah, but they should have gotten someone like like louder and crazier that was like more. Yeah, just more another a, a little bigger name person. Yeah. You thinking like not like to overshadow the like actress someone... is supposed to be the ocean steam, but like because yeah, I, I mean, when I saw. Sandra... Him, like you'd have to get someone pretty big name to overshadow Sandra Bullock. I mean, Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock is a pretty like 
main star, like yeah, yeah big time star. person. Like I'll, I'll, and Anne like, Hathaway. I mean, Anne Hathaway at this point is like a prime time star. Yeah. I wouldn't say but, she's like S tier, but she's like an A tier star. Yeah, because I don't. When he showed up, I'm like, who's this dude? It's it's Oakenshield. <laughs> yeah. Um, because at the time of this, she Hathaway's done Interstellar, Colossal, uh, Dark Knight Rises. You know, so she, she broke is... some backs and some mountains. Yep. <laughs> she was Catwoman. Yeah, not the best one. She wrote a diary as a princess. That's true. She sang. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But like, yeah, I'm kind of with that point with like maybe just maybe a different actor. I don't know who, but it's just the idea of like when he came on, I'm like, who's this guy? Or just have him like be more wild and like crazy, like have him be a bad guy because he was just sort of a handsome douchebag. And that was the only role he played. (laughs) Give me a handsome douchebag. Yeah. Uh, Now, um. I don't know what to say about this movie. It's just the idea of <laughs> like yeah, it just bugs it, me that fact of it had all the elements to be like even a superior oceans movie. But they made that same mistake that they made in Oceans 13 where there wasn't enough time just with the characters. Like I want I want more time with Mindy Kaling and seeing like her relationship with her mother and why she's so desperate to get out. Uh, I would have easily taken more time with Aquafina because I thought she shined anytime she was on camera. Like her interactions with the other actresses were actresses. I don't say that word. Actors was always so good. Like she's just so funny. Like she plays a role and she's only ever really played that role in any movie she does, but it's still very good. She, yeah, her, her character was kind of funny to me because this movie was is pretty darn new and it's funny how already like like whatever, like inter- like internet culture moves so fast that it already seems out of date. <laughs> like, like her, uh, her, uh, what was it when she was? She's like wants to be an influencer or something at the end, like a YouTuber, and that that already seemed sort of like oh that was like that was totally four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> little, like she little... would be a TikToker now, and yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very different now than four years ago. And I definitely wanted way more interaction between Debbie and Lou because, like, I thought those were the moments of the movie that shined was the two of them, especially Lou. Lou is just such a great character in this movie. And I just didn't get enough of her. So Blanchett is the Brad Pitt. Yes, she's the Rusty. Sandra is is, uh, Clooney. What about who would Sarah Paulson be? Because she did all the work. She had to get a fake job and then run the Met. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I guess she would have been like the twins, kind of. Like, she's the one having to do all the side jobs inside. So she's the twins. I like that she was just like a tired mama. I kind of like that bit. (laughs) She just has has like a shithead. When they went to get her, it's like, how do you explain all this to your husband? eBay? Like, she's just stealing a bunch of shit and storing it in her garage, and her husband has no idea, apparently. Like, what a dunce. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm with Rick on the fact of, like, there's really not many, not much of a relationship bonding between all the teams. Like, we had three movies, and they grew and grew. And 
but with this one, it's just like, all right, we got this game together. Okay, so uh, Rihanna, we need to hack into this thing. Boom. Okay, now we're gonna go do this. Uh, Sarah Parson, go work for the Mac, the Met, and then you know you're going to be there for the whole time. Um, Aquafina, just don't steal anything. She <laughs> kept stealing stuff from them. Um, but like, yeah, I'm with Rick with the whole like Lou and Debbie partnership should have been more of a thing because when Sandra Bullock's character uh, is out of jail, she's like, Hey, you screwed me over. You screwed me over. I got a job. What's the job? <laughs> There's not, not no more detail of the, you know, of that. It's just more of a, what's the job? Well, what was, which Marvels were coming out in 2018? Oh, it's on the list, buddy. It's uh, yeah, on the, uh, I imagine there's some big ones because we're kind of, we've reached like we're coming down off the other side of like the Marvel quip fests. So like, but I think this movie could have used more quipping. So like we, we've, I think maybe like the market was quip saturated or something. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of quips today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they've had like Thor and Captain America just smirking at each other and saying that was a thing for the last five years. So like maybe well, it was a thing. <laughs> it's also weird that you had Mindy Kaling in the movie, but you didn't have her trying to be funny at all. Mm-hmm. Like she's literally coming off of a run with the office and then what the hell was her show called? It was just the million the Mindy, Mindy project. Something right? Mindy show. Something? Mindy project. The Mindy, Mindy show. Project. Oh, the Mindy project. Yeah. Where like she had almost a decade run of being like a high tier comedian on TV. <laughs> and then like you have her in this movie and she she kind of just plays a straight man, which just felt weird for Mindy Kaling because she is such a good comedic actor. Yeah, she's good at being she's good at doing silly with a straight face. And they never had her do that. <laughs> like That's kind of her bit that she's good at. Like in the there was the old episode of The Office where she was trying to she was doing like this juice cleanse. And throughout the episode, she just got like more and more dark and grim, but she was like smiling while she was sick and miserable. And it was, she was so good. Oh, but, so yeah. She just it's, felt out of place to me. Like there's could have, like there's felt like way more you could have done with Mindy Kaling. Yeah. I agree because like, and all in all, there's like not many, like the only, like the only joke, like I feel like I remember from her saying is like when they're planning the idea of robbing the Met or how to get into it. And she's like, so can we just go there and hang out and you know we have a job and it's just like you know that's also, the only if you're gonna you do like a huge robbery of the met gala there wasn't enough pomp and circumstance that actually surrounds the actual met gala like we should have gotten way more pictures of people and they're like over the top fucking get-ups and dresses like, we only got a handful of people, and three of those fucking people were the Kardashians and Jenners. Yeah, this, they kind of leaned on they leaned on the cameos a little bit to provide that energy that I'm complaining this movie lacks. Because I think, like, that's exactly what, what you're talking about. Is a, that's exactly kind of what, what I was thinking, but trying to put words to. <laughs> it was the, like, in, in the old Oceans movies, they were really, there was lots of, like, love letters to Las Vegas, lots of cool shots of, like, casinos and parties. And this one, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was any like good love letters to New York. Like New York's a big, legendary, beautiful town, and they could have t- taken advantage of that. But it didn't feel like they shot in many places. Like so, like it never felt like you were in the city. And like the Met Gala should have been more memorable. Like I forgot that that's what they were robbing was the Met Gala. If you're gonna do something against the Met Gala, it should be like 
the douchebaggery that is the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for like the, it's like yeah, you're right because there there are a ton of cameos and I'm not gonna name them all, but we had some from the original Ocean movies that we've been watching. Uh, Elliot Gold, uh, Quinn Shabu. Uh, they actually filmed scenes with Carl Carl Reiner and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. but they were just both cut from the their scenes were cut. However, there was um. Uh, Keith's favorite boy, um, the Weinstein. Uh, he filmed the cameo, <laughs> but people, uh, no way. Wait, uh, they petitioned, they petitioned, uh, emerged calling on the filmmakers to cut the Matt Damon scene over the ties to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I thought you meant there was an actual Harvey Weinstein cameo, and I got no. really like, Matt <laughs> no. Damon has ties to Harvey Weinstein. Well, no, he just probably he's just in a bunch of his he movies. Filmed a bunch Isn't of that... his movies, yeah. I like mean, every, a ton like... of people are in a bunch of Weinstein movies. The man ran Hollywood for years. Yeah, the guy made good movies and made good decisions. He was just a, a terrible, on. terrible human being. That sucks. Matt Damon would have made a big difference to this movie and the connection to the original Oceans. Like, realistically, though, Rusty should have been in this movie in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, they could have done the like they bit. tried to like establish this like nugget of like that Danny didn't want her to do this job because he didn't want her to go back to jail, which is bizarre because Danny Ocean doesn't seem like he'd give a shit and would like want her to do the job. Yeah, like I didn't get that aspect of things. Like Danny didn't seem like the type of person to tell his sister not to pull a pull a con. I appreciate that. He's 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 just straight up not dead, and they kind of joked about it. <laughs> yeah, he's not but like dead, he right? is dead because like he she went to sit with him at the end of the movie. I don't think he's dead. I don't think so. Well, they I, even, like, I, made that joke when she was walking by, and she, someone was like, "Is he really dead?" And she's like, "Probably not." <laughs> like my idea for that was would be him. I honestly thought the ending was going to be like she him sitting down with her at his oh. grave. Or you see the shadow of somebody show up. Just something. I needed like, something like yeah, I'm that. I'm surprised they didn't do that. Uh, but like, I was just thinking, oh, he's not dead. And then I was thinking, oh, at the end of the movie, he's going to pop up behind her and you just see the shadow. And then you just see like a smirk from her. And then it's like, oh, it's on, you know, like yeah. it. we're moving forward. But then it's just like, I did it. like or something like he shows up and you just get like you could have done a body double stand-in but just had him voice something like that was amazing i'm gonna need your help on something and then bam the ocean siblings in the next movie instead of this weird prequel apparently we're gonna get though it's hard to complain when it's my main girl who's gonna get robbie because I'll watch her do anything. She's an amazing actor. But there's it's a prequel that's next. Harley Quinn is going yeah, to like be from the yeah. 60s. Yeah. It doesn't make it's, any sense to do a prequel to the Oceans movies. It's going to be Mama unless Ocean. She's like yeah, unless it's Mama Ocean, I guess. It does, I don't, Oceans movies don't need canon. <laughs> for, but for some reason this will. I guarantee it. She's going to be Mama Ocean. Ugh, yeah, you're Call right. It now. Ugh. But man, the whole like aspect <laughs> of James Corden showing up being like, I don't give a shit about anything. I just need to get the diamonds back. Well, I can give you this small part of the diamonds back. Done. We're good. 
plan. He was like, like cool. What? I, I the whole time when he came on, I'm like, he's working with them. He's working with them. He's working with them. And then like he slightly does. Uh, <laughs> but like I I one thing I didn't like was the idea of Anne Hathaway joining the group. And it's just like, why are you part of the group? Oh, I'm bored. I have no friends. And why not? That they was... literally had no answer to that. And you're just kind of like, what? That was just such like a weird try to appeal to like depressed millennials or something. Like that was it was an odd odd plot twist. It's like what it felt really out of touch. It does, and it felt like what we were talking about, like um, with Ocean's Thirteen of the um Night Night Fox Night Fox Mm -hmm. as like the whole time like he's either working with them or he's against them. Like the whole time I'm I'm thinking he's working with them. But it turns out he's not. So I'm like, okay, so this is their idea of, well, she's actually is working with them. Yeah. And what but she I, wasn't till after, like she wasn't for the uh, original heist. She just worked with them after to like. She didn't even work with them. She just said she didn't turn them in the, she didn't, uh, she didn't turn them into the cops. She didn't do the any one work. aspect that she worked with them was that she went over to douchebags apartment yeah. oh, yeah, to get the picture. banged them and then left the, the, the part of the necklace. Or was about to bang. I no, he banged. she banged. Well, the part of the necklace was already there. She just oh, took a right. picture to make it to give probable cause. Yes. Yeah. Because because she had to bang him because of the fact that during that singing he was handcuffed to like the wall like mm-hmm. uh, Fifty Shades of Grey type thing and then the next morning he's walking around so unless he could find a way to uncuff himself <laughs> I mean also she was still pretty into him they were like French kissing wow why did I say yeah. that they were tongue fucking at the uh, <laughs> yeah. no, go, no go back to French kissing yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Rick this is PG come on buddy we literally talked about whiteboard dicks at the start of the show. <laughs> I knew that. Was this is like, no, up. it's like the, I'm pretty sure that was our one fuck rule. Like, in, like yeah, yeah, PG-13 yeah, we have one fuck. Oh, fuck. And you just blew it. <laughs> we just blew, you blew our load. We, we just said fuck like five times. <laughs> you just blew our fuck load. <laughs> fuck, guys, come on. So one now fuck. we're in R. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But you know, yeah, she didn't do anything. All she did was take a photo, bang the dude like twice, and then it's like, Which is I'm cool. part of the group, so give me $14 million or whatever yeah. she's getting. She just, like, uh, it, it turned into $36.5 because remember, oh, and yeah. they really low-key play this at the end of the movie, they literally just robbed the crown jewels. Yeah. Yeah, for, for this movie, like, trying to separate themselves from the original Oceans boys, like, they do the exact exact same playbook. Yeah. <laughs> they, they use uh, the amazing Yen to come and do the, aerobat- the acrobat moves. <laughs> like, all right, I need you to do this. And uh, so what my joke was earlier today about how this movie's called, in the beginning of the show, this movie's Oceans 8. So it's the eight, all, all eight female, correct? You know, including Anne Hathaway who joins the team with like 20 minutes left in the movie but then they use yin so is that nine and then they use uh um Rihanna's sister yeah so that's 10 Corden's 11 11 so yeah that's my joke okay so you have 
eight females, but you also include the other three that you use to help. But then you can also talk about if, if you add include any is uh, lizard lizard for the other ones. And but and it's just po- like and the poker chip factory, the whole the thing. poker chip factory. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I just don't like the idea of this. Like the I don't mind. The, it's just the movie I didn't like about it was just the what and Hathaway joining in twenty minutes left playing dumb. Aquafina, hey man, you got great shit. She has great hands. We're gonna use her. Um, but there was what we said before. There was no, oh no, we, what if we don't get what this won't happen? But it does happen because they blocked the women's bathroom and they moved the camera three inches left, and it's a blind zone. Yeah, there was just no like everything went fine, which. You need at least some level of conflict. Yeah, they, they got to they gotta make you think like a key component to every heist movie is like when you think they're they're screwed when you think it's all over. I think that I think they the, the idea for that was when uh, Corden showed up. But you just feel like the whole time I'm like, he's working with them. Like there's no I have no fear of him, especially him. <laughs> showing up being like oh no they're in trouble like i had more feel about super dave and oceans thir- uh 13 than i did a uh, cordon for this movie well and she knew him so that they, yeah. like, they, they were nice to each other <laughs> well remember he's busted danny once and her father twice yeah and then man i keep shit on this movie like i didn't hate it <laughs> i watched it no i like the movie yeah. it's a lot of fun but like it just it could have been it's one of those where it's fine but it could have been so much better i did i mean i still i still am gonna hold on to that low energy thing for this movie for me it's just like like i mean if you put a kardashian and jenner in there it's always gonna feel low energy they don't put energy into anything that's true yeah they they suck the energy out of it and then i couldn't rihanna sucked the energy out of every scene she was in i thought i hate how dare you sir rihanna (laughs) is a goddess With her like eight different accents. <laughs> when I when Rihanna was on, I was like, "Oh, it's just Rihanna." Like <laughs> she brought nothing to this movie. She's a she's a billionaire now. I don't have to be nice to Rihanna. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, her music's meh. Uh, hey, wow, you're... you that's oh. a bad take. No, her music her music <laughs> rules, but she's a billionaire now, so. <laughs> But like she also she, doesn't make music anymore because she's too busy running all her other facets of yeah. her life. Yeah. But like she for her characters, can we trust her? Watch, I just hacked your whole fucking building that you're in. Boom. Damn, we can trust her. She, well, listen, she was, they could trust her, and it's more just she's really good. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And most people more, aren't gonna fuck you over when they're about to get paid fucking <laughs> 10 digits. It's now like her- the it's like the Dane Cook's line or like she's just the person in the van. <laughs> That's funny. No, her like her character didn't bug me. Like for the the tech person in the heist movie, they're supposed to be a little more interesting, I think. And she she didn't she wasn't interesting to me. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, where is it? Uh. Hang on, I've had something, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, in uh, 2011, Mindy Colling talked about how uh, she wanted to do an Ocean's 5. It would have been uh, 
basically this movie, but with five, all mm-hmm. all female. Uh, Elizabeth Banks was approached for this role to be Sandra Bullock's character, but uh, nope. she dropped out. Yeah, yeah. no. Got to be Sandra. She's good. She also like if you don't if you really think about it. She does have a weird resemblance to George Clooney. Yeah, I can see that. Like, you can believe them <laughs> as siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 3D printer cannot make those diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um. I mean, they do. That's that's kind of an oceans thing, though. They always have stupid resources that they shouldn't be able to do. Like the, I mean, we literally watched him use a drill under Vegas in Ocean's yeah. Thirteen. I think a three D printer making a diamond necklace is not what's going to like break my yeah. connection to the movie. Yeah, I think one thing that bothered me was the scene of when uh, they were scanning the necklace with the glasses, and she just kept. St- staring at one location and like trying to tap her <laughs> glasses and once it starts reading i'm like shouldn't you be the over exaggerated person to like walk around the entire table so you can scan the freaking oh yeah instead of just tilting your head to make it look it's like ma'am what are you doing you know don't <laughs> don't mind me i'm just bending my neck here to you know, I'm like, I would if if it was me, I would have been like that person walking around the entire freaking <laughs> table, like, look at this. Hang on, let me look and get closer and closer instead of having that, you know, you have 10 seconds or the scan's not gonna work. <laughs> that really yeah, grinds that, my gears. <laughs> that <kind of laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the that the glasses part they they were it was I kind of thought that was funny. I appreciated that she was really clumsy with the cell phone trying to scan the magnet thing too. Like they weren't very good at being the, like they all kind of seemed to be beginners, which was kind of fun. Like they, they weren't all like seasoned grizzled George Clooney's. So like they had to learn how to do it. And the, there were, there were, there's your thing right there. The, mm-hmm. the necklace, the necklace had like a magnet key and that was their one moment of, Oh, what do we do? And the Rihanna's like, hang on, I got my sister. Hang on. And she's like, oh, I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was easy. It was easy for him. That yeah, how how'd they think to oh yeah, they, they discovered the magnet. And then she was like, Can you do that again for my interest? <laughs> for my I mean, own. to be fair, I like I've done shit like that before, being like, oh shit, that was cool. Can you show that again? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. No, I mean. It made sense. And then, like, I always buy it when Helena Bonham Carter's doing it because she's just great at being crazy characters. But, like, all, all her stuff didn't bug me. She was fun. I liked after they pulled the heist and everyone was celebrating and she was just kind of passed out in the chair with, like, a cool mask on. Mm-hmm. Cause she's just so goddamn weird. Yeah, she, she's always stressed out all the time. <laughs> it's like damn lady go find your preferred sexual partner and get laid i think that i wish they would have had her be because they sort of implied that she like wasn't that great of a like a fashion designer either so i wish they i wish she would have been like a really big time leading expert she sort of seemed to be like on the outs like well she she was at one time a great yeah fashionista but she'd lost connection to the day and age Mm -hmm. she was behind because like when the first time you meet her she's doing that um like ocean flight 
like the, the not, TSA the, stuff, the, the TSA stuff. And everyone's like, what is this for? And it's like, it's not for the TSA. It's just her fashion design at the moment. It's like, what? <laughs> I guess we'll just move on from, you know, it's like, oh, hey, you're in debt. Uh, there's, is there anything, is any scenes you liked? I feel like we've named a lot of the stuff I did like. Like, I mean, there's plenty to like in this movie. Again, we've got to see at least. I don't know if Sandra Bullock is quite an S tier actor the way like people from the original Oceans movie were. But she's close enough. Mm-hmm. And we got to see her for the most part just act for a good choke in the movie. I could have done with way more. So it was nice to kind of get back to just an Oceans movie where we saw just fun acting for a good chunk of it but again i just i watched these movies for that and i could have used way more yeah so i kind of kind of like with every other oceans movie i kind of appreciate that like little the 15 minute like oh this is how they're doing it moment like the like when they like when she's when she goes to the bathroom to puke which was a good performance that like made me nauseous (laughs) i appreciated the, the, the the puke scene but um yeah it was like the breakdown of how they did it was fun and how Aquafina got into the bathroom and then did the switch. Like it was, it all went well. And like they set up so that you could see Sandra Bullock on the video camera the whole time. Although like that doesn't exactly prove her innocence though. That just provide like, that just, cause they always work in teams. I just thought about that. She's like, yeah, you're like, you weren't camera. It kind of so makes you- it obvious that she's in some way, shape or form doing something to steal it. Yeah, like she should have been somewhere else doing <laughs> or just a, not there at all to yeah. prove like a connection to a major con artist. I think if she wasn't there, <laughs> it would have gone even better. <laughs> I did appreciate her having like German accent and then running into, I think, who is that? Heidi Klum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was a real I thought that interaction was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Uh, funny thing about the German accent accent is that she's actually fluent in oh. germany because she uh that's fun she, she uh, spent most of her childhood in nuremberg germany and she has a dual citizenship for both germany and the united states that's hard to do it's hard to get dual citizenship with germany Good job sandra uh i'll <laughs> say we haven't talked about our favorite actor we've ever witnessed here on the fake movie experts who did a quick uh cameo in this movie my main girl, Olivia Munn. She was in this. Yeah, she was <laughs> the one who was like, hey, I need to get back in. Why can't we get back in? They're like, oh, someone lost some diamonds. She's like, this is all about some diamonds. Rick, yeah, I remember she this is her second. This is her second time the friend in the fake movie experts lore. Yeah, she also was in that <laughs> terrible, terrible Predators movie. Is is she the X-Men apocalypse lady? Yes, she is. Yep. Oh, woof. <laughs> God damn, she was bad in that movie. To be fair, was anyone good in that movie? They have uh, they it had Oscar uh, Oscar Isaac in it, and he was good. I I didn't remember that. If you he was told me, he, I mean, how can you? When was the last time you saw that movie? You're just saying he was good because we all know Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor. But there's no way to confirm he was good in that movie. I, I think I've seen it embarrassingly recently. <laughs> of course you have. 
I, 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 at the shoot, they would show a, uh, as I walked by move the TVs, they, uh, it was a constant like promo. They kept showing of it, like a little, the film footage and stuff of like one scene. And I just kept watching it and I'm like, this is making me angrier and angrier <laughs> as I'm watching this. And it's just like the same five minutes. I'm like, I hate you. Was it the part of him oh. talking to Storm? I, no, <laughs> not the slow and you will become. <laughs> and hopefully X-Men gets like someone put in charge of it in the new MCU that loves called, it as much as it, like. It is. It's called Kevin Feige. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but Feige needs to give someone full control of X-Men and let X-Men just be its own because they've established that we're in a multiverse now and just let X-Men be in its own universe. <laughs> Well, I want to see. I, I'm I'm gonna get on the horn with Joe Brandon, and we're gonna get old Brian Singer pardoned, so that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's made the best X Men movies. <laughs> I mean, but that's a pretty low bar. I think we could get someone who's actually in love with the content who could actually make far better content. There, there's rumors that um the uh maybe what the idea for um. Uh, the next X-Men stuff is out. There's rumors. Maybe Favreau loves X-Men too. Just put him in charge of that as well as Star Wars <laughs> and find the Dave Filoni equivalent for uh, X-Men that Star Wars has and then it'll be fine. And everything will be great because people who like the content make good content. <laughs> Fuck you, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I don't hate the guy who made Last Jedi the way other people do, but he doesn't get to make a Range trilogy on. anymore because Star Wars isn't doing trilogies anymore. Thank God. Maybe uh, hey, speaking of Ocean's Eight, that um, that one dude and the, the that one dude should play. Yeah, Wolverine. Uh, scenes that you guys did not like from here because I'm trying to think. And I feel like that. we mentioned most of those too. We're really bad about that. We have this segment, yet we already mentioned everything before we get to this segment. Well, there's got to be like the a specific. Uh, there's no like the movie just like watched over me that was the my problem with it because like the, the low my my theme is my critique is that it it just felt like like it, it didn't have that Soderbergh charm to it so like the scary Ross guy kind of seems like a hack but man yeah the movie just sort of like happened and like no, nothing popped it didn't, it didn't yeah there's pop. no scene that out and out stands out as like god that was just a train wreck of a segment besides yeah, like, maybe when Anne Hathaway shows up to the apartment like that scene yeah. felt kind of dumb and pointless like there was no like the, the scene with the uh, Rusty and Danny in front of the fountain at the Bellagio like that that was so beautiful like there, there was nothing that kind of lacked the energy to me yeah I just I don't know it wasn't bad no but it could have been so much better. <laughs> Kate Blanchett is fucking just like steals the show, put her in more some way. Yeah, like, I mean, she's goddamn Galadriel. Like you had <laughs> so much within this you could have done, and it just felt like. I came away wanting more. Like I wanted more from the characters. Like 
let me enjoy them being these characters. Why am I getting so little of them? And I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to think that Soderbergh not being there had a big, I mean, he was a producer or whatever. He probably stood in some office and made a couple phone calls, but like it, it lasted. I mean, he still also made 13, Keith, which had the exact same problems. Yeah, that's true. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. It, 13 looked cooler though. <laughs> They had a better, they had better cinematography in thirteen, but I think this, yeah, this there was some, there was there was problems behind the scenes. I think because it had the it had the makings. It had the like the cast was cool, the heist was all right. It could have been the heist was fine. The heist the heist shouldn't matter. That's the thing with Ocean's movies. Like, yeah, I, I, hi- I can... again, it's that problem that they focus mm-hmm. too much on the heist, mm-hmm. where it's like I don't care. I just want to like see great. Yeah actors act i can tell you that soderbergh did not write this movie had nothing to do with this movie um but in my lore by the way there's no like there was no offset anything no no, nothing that went wrong behind the scenes yeah i mean it it felt like there were this was more like this was like art by committee or something. I felt like in the Soderbergh projects, at least it was like more of like a unified vision. So this just felt like every like every, everybody's opinion was in the pot. Uh, because in 08, they went to they George Clooney basically said that uh, he didn't want to do another one because he wanted his character go to go out strong in the third film. In 08, Soderbergh said that he wasn't going to do another one because citing it's the recent death of Bernie Mac. Um, then they decided in 2015 to do the all-female spinoff. What a weird take for fucking Clooney, though. They established in the movies that Danny Ocean is literally incapable of stopping himself. He's greedy. Like he, <laughs> like he has a problem. He has to do these jobs. And it just surprised me once again that they don't they don't use the Matt Damon like a scene. I bet I bet it's just a phone call or something, but it's like I'm honestly surprised. It's like because Matt Damon's a big star in 2018 still, and we're just I think cut. they needed Rusty. I think Rusty would have been the one to really tie things together. Like there should have been some sort of question. That like <laughs> they needed to bounce off of Rusty, and then Rusty have no answer, but somehow Sandra Bullock in Rusty's no answer figures out her own answer type situation. Uh, he, like you know what? You could have just had a still of Matt Damon and had him <laughs> not say anything, and just had Sandra Bullock talk at him and solve her own question. Yeah, as an homage to the original movies, and it would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, they could have talked to him in that language. <laughs> I swear, I was gonna say, I swear to Pete, if uh, Brad Pitt's character is like related to Kate Blanchett's character, like, what are we doing? <laughs> that would have been a little much. Yeah, every, everybody's everybody's sister, <laughs> right? <laughs> or what's your relation to the other group? I don't know. I think one of the twins are my is my dad. I don't know, but maybe everybody's everybody's stepsister and everybody's getting their their hands stuck in the washing machine all the time god damn it i'm done now <laughs> get the whiteboard no. <laughs> <laughs> all right um uh as i said before uh well i haven't the budget for this film was a whopping 70 million dollars 
That's close to what I was going to guess, by the way. Just one more million higher. You're going to say 71? <laughs> no, that's not guess. how higher works, Joe. No, no, that's how it does. It's 71. <laughs> so, let's make 71 the new 69. <laughs> nice. Uh, the budget, uh, the grossest movie, uh, inter, uh, domestically got $140 million. Yeah. Damn. Internationally, 157 million. So worldwide, this got 297 million dollars. I'm amazed they haven't talked about making a sequel to this then at that yeah. type of revenue. And in the research, I have not found anything of <laughs> the idea of a sequel after this movie. So it did really well. It wasn't yep. like perfect, but I mean, let's be honest, no oceans movie has been perfect. And yet they chose not to go forward with any more. That seems bizarre. Because the next one we d- we've already discussed is the idea of the uh, Margaret Roby uh, prequel in the '60s. So that's the upcoming sequel, prequel to this franchise. I don't like the idea of one being set in the past like that. That is whatever. I'm, I'm sure it'll well, be fine. <laughs> well, it, you, you know what it reminds me of it, of the, it reminds me of the, the the Kingsman movie of the fact that we've done two movies and there's another one coming of the Kingsman but then we do the King's Man and it's a prequel <laughs> to set up what we already know yeah boy I've, I, I haven't been like as not interested in a movie in a while <laughs> to compare that one yep same <laughs> so let's go to the box office for uh, June 8th through the 10th of 2018 uh, the first probably going to be dismal uh, coming in number 10 in its fifth week with 2.1 million it's called it's Life of the Party is a Melissa, Carth- uh, Melissa Carthy movie I saw that <laughs> yeah you did um Coming in number nine, second week with two point three million is upgrade. It's like the um, basically RoboCop without any of the parts. It's the guy that can. Is this the Tom Hardy guy that's not Tom Hardy. It looks like Tom know, Hardy. Kind of, yeah. I think it's I the saw guy this that one. Gets, It's the guy that gets like implanted with a, yep. a chip, and then he becomes like a uh, yeah. He becomes a unbeatable force. Coming in number eight in its first week with three point two million, Ho- Hotel Artemis. That movie's good. Yep. Uh, coming in number seven in its fourth week with four point two million, Book Club is a you know Diane <laughs> Keaton, Jane Fonda, Murphy <laughs> Brown, uh, elderly movie. Uh, coming in number six in its second week with five million. Adrift. It's a Shailene Woody movie. Oh, I saw that. Oh, Keith. <laughs> the sharks. It's a shark movie. Is it? I think so. You're thinking of open water. Adrift. Yeah. I feel like I saw Adrift. Maybe I didn't. Uh, Adrift Anyways. is a true story of a... Definitely not a shark movie. It's about okay. a hurricane, buddy. Okay, never mind. Disregard. I saw the other one. I saw open water. <laughs> there it is. Uh, coming in number five in its seventh week with seven million dollars, Avengers: Infinity War. That one. <laughs> coming in number four in its first week with thirteen million, Hereditary. Okay. Coming in number three in its fourth week with fourteen million, 
Deadpool 2. Hey, good movie. Coming in number two in its third week with 15 million. Solo, a Star Wars movie. Okay. I don't care what Keith says. That's a good movie. (laughs) With good casting. (laughs) Though Khaleesi is awful in that movie. Hey, in in case you were ever wondering how Han Solo got his last name. (laughs) You find out in that movie. So that means number one in its first week with $41 million. Ocean's 8. I'm so confused how this movie hasn't never got a sequel. Or isn't even in talks to get a sequel. Right. You know, I feel bad because this past couple weeks, past week, it was the Star Wars weekend and they interviewed Ron Howard and like, so are we getting a solo too? And he's like, basically like they put him on the spot and he had to play it off of like, never say never, but right now nothing, but never say never. No, I think they kind of want to just do their own characters now and kind of get like do cameos with the originals. But like, I think they're done touching the originals, mainly because, you know, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. And just (laughs) they bitch and moan about everything because they're incel little dweebs. Well, I think we're getting the Lando for sure, because they're still in in discussion with. um... Well, what's his name is fucking is Lando. That was he was Mm -hmm. insanely good in that movie. Oh my goodness. Um, Although has fucking he been bad at anything ever? Oh uh, um Donald Glover? No. It's, it's his rap name's Kid Gambino, right? Childish. childish. Yeah. That's it's childish. Right. Gambino. Uh let's go to the ratings. IMDB gave oh goodness. Uh gave this movie a six point three. Out of 10. Uh, Ron Tomato, all critics gave this a 68. Oh, so close, Keith. Top (laughs) critics gave it a 67. (laughs) (laughs) And audience... Joe's over here edging me. (laughs) I I wanted to. And audience gave this a 46. So rotten. Critics liked it. Audience didn't. So before we glaze them, we're going to be ranking them. So we're going to be ranking best heist, best twist, best bros. I got to throw in my ghost of Roger Ebert real quick. Oh, that's true. So is he alive or is he? Oh, he's dead. No, he's long dead. Christy Christy Lemire gave it three out of four stars. And I just scrolled past the paragraph I was going to (laughs) read. All right. There it is. Found it. (laughs) The sheer brazenness of the crime in Ocean's 8 is enough to put a goofy smile on your face. But as is always the case in heist movies, the sustained thrill of the high wire act comes from watching the players lay out their complex plan, then seeing whether it actually goes as smoothly as they hoped. Oh yeah, I mean this person really liked it, and which was kind of strange, but that's all right. And uh, they appreciated the they appreciated all the kooky crimes they were doing, which I I appreciated too. I, I like the scene you asked about scenes I liked, and I liked Sandra Bullock shoplifting. That was like the cool part for me. <laughs> So, uh, best heist as of right now, it's one, three, two. Where do we put four? So, this is a sequel to it. As the actual heist goes, I'd probably put it the second. Like, I'd, one's just the iconic one. Now, granted, they actually got away with more money in this one, but I still think one is the cooler heist. 
So I go one, four, three, two, three, two. Keith. Ooh, I think the not having the Las Vegas setting didn't sit well with me. So I'm going to, I'll just go one lower than you. So the so one, three, one, three, four, yeah. two. I'll go that way as well. Get um, shit on too. Your high <laughs> sucked. Yet you're the best movie because you just had acting the whole time. Yeah. Uh, best twist. As of right now, it's two, one, and three. Where do we put four? This didn't. This, to me, that yeah. wasn't a twist. <laughs> it's no it's twist. the worst. Okay. It, there just there is no twist really. I was like, hey, actually, I'm here. <laughs> uh, best bros. Ooh, As right now, it's two, one, three. I would put this above three because there was yeah. no broing in three. There, there was broing between Bullock and Bounchette in this one. Yeah, the broing was good there. Okay. So, yeah, I agree. So, who was your guys' MVP for this movie? Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Ocean. I'm gonna go Sandra. She had the. She was in prison for five years and came up with this ridiculous plan. Okay. I'm going blind chat as well. So where are we going to put this movie for best movie? Not, not best movie. I think it is, right? Nope. Is it's, that, that... it's the movie you're most likely to rewatch. If you're like, hey, I want to throw in an Oceans movie. What am I going to rewatch? I apologize. Hey, 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 and, and if it's on a Friday and you're hot cocoa, you can slip a little Bailey's in there, you know, make an adult hot cocoa. Eh? I apologize. All, you of all people are not one to not drink on a work night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. This is... It'd be kind of weird to get home from work and just fire up some hot chocolate. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. You know, this is this is our first podcast. I'll learn, you know, to however the saying is. I apologize again. So best movie. Uh, as of right now, it's one, two, and three. Where do we put I hate four? this bit? <laughs> uh it's above three. Um it's not above two in my books. I mean, it's not the better movie, but I think I'd be more likely to rewatch one or eight than I'd be more likely to rewatch twelve or thirteen. Whoa. So you want to be you, for you, it's one, four, two, three. Yes. 12 is still the best movie, but if I'm going to watch an Oceans movie, it's going to be 11 or eight. And it's still, let's be honest, always going to be 11. <laughs> Keith? Yes. For yeah, me personally, one's... it's 11, 8, 12, 13. Yeah. The, on the rewatchability scale, like, it's hard for like I'm, I'm. It's hard for me to even think about that right now because I've got some like serious heist movie fatigue going on. Like watching one of these a week is pretty wild. This is like ten years of heist movies just crammed into four weeks. It's pretty crazy. Uh, oh, I'll put this. Uh, I'll, I'll put this above thirteen. One, two, four, one, two, three. four, three. Yeah. Let's be uh, honest. The one thing we can all agree on is that we never want to watch thirteen again. <laughs> or like, I'll put it. I'll put it above thirteen. So one, two, four, three. And really, I'm, and I'm probably not going to watch like all of Ocean. Like, if I stumble, it's the TNT test. If I like, yeah. I'll watch like a commercials gap worth. <laughs> like, like, I'll yeah. probably watch Ocean's Eleven again at some point in my life. But yeah, yeah. even though I think Twelve is the better movie. Yeah. 
My, my, I'm with you guys. I have like no need to watch any of these ocean movies for the next ten years. I'm fine. <laughs> but it's, if it's on TBS or TNT, oh yeah, and I just like, and I'm gonna do the guessing game of where we're at, and yeah. I just keep it on. I'll keep it on, but I'm like, I'm not gonna s- thoroughly go. You know what I need to watch right now? An oceans movie. Like I'd be psyched to catch the if if I were to catch it on uh, TBS, and I, like the twenty minutes between commercials was the part where they like do the heist. Yeah, then, I, then I'd be psyched. That'd be fun. So let's glaze them. New York, New York. It's a city where you can get glazed in an alley. <laughs> hey, I'm gla- New York. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm glazing here. Hey, hey yeah, that's, that's pretty good. good. We haven't done any New York bits this entire episode. That sucks. Because it, for it being in New York, was it really in New York? I'm, yeah, that bummed me out. Ooh, that bummed me out. <laughs> we got like one like, hey, I need a Metro card line. And like, I'm never taking the F train again. And that was like the most New York lines we got. They didn't do any of like this. They didn't like eat a hot dog or a slice. No. <laughs> They went, didn't they go somewhere? Like, oh, you no, know, didn't Aquafina and her uh, Sandra Bullock eat a hot dog? Because something. Oh, probably. I hope so. They were sitting, I think they were sitting near one, but yeah, there wasn't much. There should have been more, but there wasn't much. Yeah. Oh, also, Joe, I've remembered the one scene I hated the most when Sandra Bullock is talking to the overall team and she's like, let's do this for that little girl who wants to be a criminal right now. I'm like, really? That scene fucking pro sucked. theft, baby. Pro theft. We need more women thieves. <laughs> All right. So uh, we glazed them. So, uh, Keith, what do you give it? And what did Keith give the first three? Yeah. Keith went 11 at four, 12 at three and three quarters, and 13 at two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half stars. Wow, the same as 13. Yeah. I went uh, three and three quarters for 11, four for 12, two for 13. I'm coming in at a solid three for Ocean's 8. <laughs> what, what happened to Joe? <laughs> We lose Joe. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I was waiting. It's your I was turn, waiting buddy. For, I, was I know. A, I was waiting. It was a powerful my, pause. My, I was waiting for my three. Oh, okay. You yeah, did uh, three. three and three quarters for Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Remember, you matched me for this goddamn movie so far. No, let's okay. uh, four for twelve and two oh. for thirteen. Can, can uh, I get another pause uh, in there? <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. And with that two and a half, that brings Oceans 8 in at 2.7. So, yeah, it is the third best movie in the uh, fake movie expert's opinion for the Oceans. That brings Oceans 12 in at the top at 3.9. Oceans 11 at 3.8. Oceans 13 at 2.2. And Oceans 8 at 2.7. An overall of 3.1 for the Oceans franchise. Does not get it onto any sort of record board for us, but still overall pretty uh yeah above average movie franchise. Yeah, that tracks. 
I so mean, it re- rates higher than the Batman franchise. That's unacceptable. The higher than the Beverly Hills franchise. And I'm okay for that. Did no, definitely did not beat the Matrix franchise. Our highest ever franchise here at the Fake Movie Experts. Oh, is that like highest by a long shot? Not by a long shot. Oh. It has an overall average of 3.9. It gets kind of tanked by Reloaded. Oh yeah, that's all. Oh, that's right. Reloaded. Uh, if it wasn't Reloaded, the Matrix franchise is three point nine. Cornetto is the next one at three point seven. So okay. it's got a bit of a lead comparative. It I still don't bl- blows my mind that the Blade Runner franchise is our fourth highest rated franchise at three point five. That's unacceptable. <laughs> I kid. Well, I don't know if our next franchise will get so high up. I don't know. We'll find out. As Rick picked the Oceans movie, now we move that franchise is done. We move on to our next franchise that I will be picking. Um, my hints are this. There are four. Before you get into it, Joe, this is literally your first franchise pick of 2022. We've done... <laughs> We've we're, done for six months in. <laughs> we've done two group picks, two one-off movies. Yep. And yeah, Couple so we're, cues. Yep. We're and halfway we're into the year, and we're getting to our first Joe picks. Well, and uh, and actually, um, uh, breaking news: we're gonna be doing oh, another son of a bitch. Another another group pick. Uh, we're, we're gonna be doing Top Gun. That that's what we're doing, guys. <laughs> No, we're Sorry, not. <laughs> this is not a bit. Damn it. That means, a- I mean, listen, I'm not against the idea. <laughs> I'm a sole survivor. Damn it. I'm like, come on, black hearts. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm so, just saying the, the new Lady Gaga song is very, very, very good. Is it Danger Zone? <laughs> not quite. Okay. It's but I mean, close. Could, ever, could anything ever be danger zone? It's no. close. It's closer in vibe to the "Take My Breath Away." It's like, oh, buddy, buddy, Take my breath away. <laughs> that's not how that song goes. No, I think that's how no. it goes. Anyway, my franchise has four movies. Only four. Uh. But it has spawned off a ton of bad sequels. Like spin-offs? Like, yes. I have a guess. But I'm, I'm not Is it Shrek? It. No. We our first movie goes back to 1999. It's a coming of age story of a man and a pie. Oh my god. Oh, we're doing American Pie? <laughs> oh no. Yes, we are. Oh no. Wait a minute. There's like 13 of those movies. We're, no, we're doing American Pie 1 we're, and 2. Oh, the American reunion Wedding. Reunion and Wedding. Yeah, okay. Wedding and Reunion. I don't think we can do American Pie in 2022. Well, we're going to. <laughs> we're going to really dodge those cancel police. <laughs> also, Keep cancel going. police are not a thing. Getting your, what was your guess? Dealing with your repercussions is your own fault. Um, they're always trying to cancel me, Joe. You know that. Yeah, you know. Oh, I know that. But you said you had a guess before I said. Oh no, uh, Underworld was my bet. Was oh my no, guess. that'd be a Rick pick. 
Yeah, because I'm the only one who has the balls to pick a non-man movie. <laughs> also, I totally pick Kate Blanchett's Underworld. That's a good movie. Beckinsale. It's Beckinsale. Oh, sorry, Beckinsale. You know, no, we're doing American Pies because why the hell not? I want to get weird. This one time at band camp. Does he Dude, like? Buddy, that's how you need to end the show with. <laughs> does he bust inside the pie? No, he gets no, caught they, fucking the pie. He never finishes. Yeah, they eat it all. Remember, just tell your mom that we uh, ate it all. <laughs> they should have showed him busting in the pie. <laughs> so come we're gonna, here. Yeah, we're gonna peep on a girl changing in a room. That's gonna feel uncomfortable. Coming of age, brother. Coming of age. Yeah, that's just part of growing up. Just part that's of being part a boy. Growing up. Yep. <laughs> so, coming here next week on Fake Movie Experts, we're starting the American Pie franchise. We're not doing the Stifler Brother uh, spinoffs. It's just the main four with the core. You can find all of us on the social medias. You can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us on that Apple Podcast and Spotify. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. But seriously, who's uh who's banging Stifler's mom? Yeah.